The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Everybody, how y'all doing? Hope all is well. It's been uh, like two weeks since I last talked to you all, and I apologize for that. You know, I have a growing baby, and I'm still trying to like find the balance to like, you know return to normal and do the things I used to do as well as be productive so now that my little baby is like trying to stand and she's like a little bit more active and moving around it's not like I can sit her down and like record or write for us you know for a block of time you know she's like touching everything and like she's learning she's standing now so walking will be next so I'm still trying to find a balance to do all the things I want to do but I have some time now which I'm happy because I get a little frustrated when I can't really record I be like damn you know I'll be reading something and then I'll be like fuck this shit I want to record right now because I feel like Whatever I'm thinking, like, on the spot will be, like, some real hot shit. And then I gotta, you know, remember it for when I want to record. But the internet been real interesting in the past two weeks, right? It's been, like, a lot of shit going on. So I think this is basically just gonna be me ranting about the shit that's been going on. Because a lot of shit is, like, really weird. So, um, we went out of town to the Roost Picnic and uh i heard niggas was getting really 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 turned up for 21 savage um unfortunately i couldn't actually i was in philadelphia but i did not actually attend the roots picnic so i was just like you know I was literally like 15 minutes away, but I wasn't there, but that's neither, that's neither here nor there. However, I heard that, you know, there was like fighting backstage, but you know, someone shouted gun and then there was like a stampede and people got hurt. There were shoes on the ground and, you know, children unattended. It was like a really big mess. And then I heard it happened twice. So I don't know what happened, but it sounded a hot mess. However, people in like other stages wasn't even aware of the stampede that happened at 21 uh savage stage said so while people were like on twitter basically talking about it you know it was other people that was enjoying rafael sadiq see that's where i would have been i would have been with rafael sadiq so i would have been like what happened what happened 
you know, I don't, I feel bad because I miss most death and the roots, but I saw Raphael Sadiq at Afropunk. So I feel bad, but I don't feel completely bad. I'm lying. I feel bad. I love music concerts. And I'm mad I missed this one. But anyway, we went out to, you know, we had brunch the next day. Oh, and let me tell you, I had a cocktail. We had a cocktail and it was my first cocktail since giving birth. So I hadn't had a drink since February of uh, 2018 and I was look if I would have had two more drinks I would have been turned all the way up <laughs> so we actually ate at house, hash hash house a go-go um, right, right outside of Pennsylvania outside of Philly and the drinks were delicious the food was delicious very filling really great size portions for the price and we enjoyed ourselves when we came back you know came back here to jersey came back home so you know outside of me not actually attending the roots picnic you know it was okay it was nice to get away for a day um yeah that was that was that's all I have to it. Um, actually, while we was at um, having brunch, I was in the bathroom with my friend, and there were like two young ladies. They couldn't have been older than twenty one, and they had like scars on their legs, and they were talking about how they got hurt at the roots picnic, and I was like, damn. These young ladies, they were just talking about how, like, you know, they stale and they were trying to, like, hop over the fence and how, you know, they almost got trampled. It was a lot. Like, I don't know what happened. According to, like I said, Twitter, it was a fight backstage and someone yelled gun. And so, you know yelling gun at a hip-hop fest in this particular climate is scary because you don't know if people really have weapons and it's it's you know unfortunate that we live in the in a in a climate that we have to be alert and aware of people who have weapons who can harm others at any time any place for any reason you know however (laughs) not even trying to make light of the situation but you know you don't have to tell black people twice that somebody got a gun and it gets to going if it would have been like Lollapalooza like nobody would have moved or like barely people would have moved and they would have been like you know I'm watching the concert you know somebody would have had to literally come out there and like spray the crowd for people to move but you tell black people it's a gun and even have to see it and they were out by peace I'm out of here 
you know, different reaction, different crowd, but that's what it is. So, um, it's raining, it's cold today. A lot is, has transpired past two weeks. So, my first rant I want to talk about. So, I came across this, uh, this YouTube clip of like this couple I forgot the bird name because she's definitely a bird okay um I forgot her name she basically gave birth and it was her and her partner and of course she's light-skinned because this is light-skinned shenanigans uh she's light-skinned and you know the baby was it looked like the baby was a good few minutes out the womb right and she's like you know oh I thought the baby would have pretty eyes I had blue eyes while I was born and now my eyes are green the baby has brown eyes you know basically alluding to that you know if a baby has brown eyes the baby isn't doesn't have pretty eyes and her doofy ass nigga because he is a doofy nigga. Because my thing is like when colorism is such a big issue, especially in black and brown communities. And I feel like when men, especially, especially men who are darker, hook up with lighter women and they spew this type of colorism rhetoric. I feel like they co-sign it. They absolutely co-sign it because I feel like I feel like that dynamic of darker men and lighter women is is usually a lot of colorism undertones to it. Not saying that the, the you know reverse can't isn't applicable, but there's something about the dynamic between darker men and lighter women that just comes with a lot of fuckery. All right, I'm not going to list examples because y'all know the examples. I don't have to do all that, but it's just like, and you know, they're both YouTube creators and they have like millions of subscribers on YouTube. Apparently they're like millionaires. I got to get on YouTube. (laughs) Apparently they're like millionaires and you know, they did a post video and she sounded just as ignorant. And I guess part of how I feel is like, how are these people so ignorant with so many subscribers getting paid to be so ignorant? It's just wild. Basically, she got she got drugs on Twitter and Facebook and, you know, her she turned off the comments on her Instagram, of course, because, you know, What's accountability when you have fans, right? Fans were like defending her, like, well, you know what they mean. You know, black people say it all the time. Pretty eyes and it, and, and you know, ugh, it was just disgusting, you know? Because I'm just thinking, like, does it really matter? Like, there's no, like, if two people have a baby, it's not guaranteed that the baby is going to look, you know, like, exactly like the parents like you have to you know account for the grandparents and the whole 
you know, DNA factor, you know, like, you know, I feel like niggas don't science and when niggas don't science, they say, they say goofy shit. And when they say goofy shit, people get in their feelings and start dragging people. And then like, they keep saying more doofy shit to cover up the doofy shit and then we never really get anywhere with it and it's kind of like pathetic so I was like okay we got this doofy ass girl who with a doofy ass boyfriend or husband or whatever the case may be they're a doofy couple having children and the child the child is not even is is literally new in the world and this is your reaction not oh it's beautiful oh it's healthy oh i'm so excited i'm so happy it's oh look why the baby eyes this color oh i thought those babies gonna have pretty eyes all this and this and this it's like people be obsessed over the wrong things for children children are so innocent and this is this is your concern And you think about when that child gets older and they see the video, then, then what? They're going to be like, they're going to have so many complexes. And speaking of other doofy mothers with complexes and putting bullshit on their kids, there's another video I saw on Facebook and it keeps being circulated. I think that's what bothers me the most is because it keeps being circulated. Of course it is because it's viral. And there's this woman who has, I guess she's like five years old now or maybe six. But at four years old, her daughter was like, I don't know, 80 pounds or something like that. She was a chubby girl, but she's four years old, you know? Um, and she started doing weekly weigh-ins of her child, uh, and it, it hurt my feelings because it's like, why would you, you know, make your daughter or son or your child period do weekly weigh-ins on a scale? Like, I don't, I'm not against, you know, giving your child or introducing your child to a healthy diet, but the idea of doing weekly weigh-ins for a four-year-old, like why introduce that type of, uh, you're, you're welcoming body issues at such an early age. And it made me think about how, you know, people, it looked at my body because I was a big kid. I've always been big. And I remember um, some people when I, I'll be out or, you know, even in my own family, um, I would eat something like a hot dog or something, or it could be something like really silly, something, something minuscule. And someone will make a comment like, oh, you sure you want to eat that? Or, or you sure you want to have another one? You're not full yet? Um, I remember like a family friend said that to me. And, you know, we were just, it was the summertime and we had been outside all day, you know, 
doing kid stuff. I was probably like five or six. And, you know, all the kids was eating hot dogs and stuff like that. And I grabbed another hot dog. And they just looked at me like, oh, why you want to eat more hot dogs? You don't need any more hot dogs. You're probably full already. You don't need to eat no more. You know, that's how you're going to be fat, you know. And I remember I put the hot dog down. And I went in my room and I started crying because like I saw all the other kids like eating hot dogs and running back and forth eating more hot dogs whatever but I was singled out because I was bigger than all the other kids and that stuck with me for a while you know um so to see a four-year-old go through that you know doing pull-ups and push-ups and like why and then on top of that the her father the child's father is a big guy so it's not like this child is just big out of nowhere right and it was just so hard to see that and the fact that the mother is married to like this ugly ass old white dude who has a skinny white daughter. I'm pretty sure that all plays a part of it. You know, she didn't want to be the daughter. She didn't want to be the new wife with the fat child, quintessentially, right? I mean, she probably would cop please and say otherwise, but that's how I view it and that's how I'm taking it. Like that's very problematic to me. Like children are receptive to that type of negative feedback. And it's unfortunate because that shit, that stays with you. So, you know, I'm disappointed in these women who are using their children or project projecting this type of bullshit on their kids. It's just, I guess, because I'm a mom now, I was like, I would never do that. Like, even if my daughter, you know, um, got bigger, like there's a way to talk to people about that and I guess because I feel like our society is like naturally fat phobic and you know I even I have to like unpack some of my fat phobia about myself particularly I just will handle it differently with my daughter because I've been on the opposite side of that I know how it feels and people could just be trash. People just are just disappointing. So speaking of disappointing, oh man, Dark Phoenix is tanking right now in the box office. I have not seen it yet. However, it's supposed it is literally like the worst Marvel movie ever to debut. Um, low numbers, low records, low, I'm about to say record sales, low numbers, low ticket sales. People aren't seeing it. People are trashing it on Rotten Tomatoes. I expect that. Cause I mean, like they were trashing Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel did pretty good, but I kind of knew that, um, Dark Phoenix would do pretty bad because first of all men don't want women led superhero films 
unless they really, 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 really like it. And even when they really like it, they still will get trashed by the incels of the internet, you know? Um, I think, I think it's bad, even though I haven't seen it yet, but I don't think it's as bad as people are making it the same like if I, I mean, I know the bar is low, but I saw Apocalypse, the movie, the Marvel film, not too long ago. And yes, it was bad, but it was a setup for what dark phoenix would be and i'm uh, i'm kind of interested in it i want to watch it to see to see it um i mean of course i believe it's definitely gonna be some haters i know it's bad but i just want to see how bad it is because I'm definitely interested in it and because it's like the last this is the last before they actually rebuild again so I want to see it I think it's bad but I don't think it's as bad as people are making it to be I think people are over exaggerating that it's bad because it is bad so I definitely want to see it to see what's up with it and speaking of Marvel I need to fill out my New York Comic Con press pass information i definitely definitely want to be at comic-con this year couldn't be at comic-con last year because i was literally giving birth but i'm ready to go back to comic-con to pick up all my shit to go do my interviews because you know that's like what i do best and to talk to motherfuckers and take some you know pictures and shit like that and just be cool and be chilling and be chilling you know that's like what i want to do so um that's that's what i'm doing and while we're here more light skin fuckery so madame noir <sighs> they be right sometimes i feel like they just be right anything just for hits they wrote an article one of the art one of the writers there wrote an article saying that you know basically saying that or pose the question. I don't know if it was a rhetorical question or not. But basically saying that Aaliyah was as successful as she is. Is because people perceived her to be biracial. And I'm trying to think. You know. Never in my black ass life have I ever looked at Aaliyah. And assumed that she was mixed or biracial. She had two visible black parents. She was light brown skin. But she wasn't yellow. You know. And the idea that she is, she coded as biracial or mixed is disingenuous to me. I mean, just because she had long hair means that she looks mixed. Like, what kind of bullshit do people be thinking about? That doesn't make any sense. And on top of that, Aaliyah said mad times. Like, if you was a... If you was in the mid-90s, mid to late-90s, and you was all about, you know, getting Hype Hair Magazine and Black Hair Magazine, Aaliyah said multiple times she wore a sew-in to protect her hair. That's not saying that she didn't have long hair, but she wore sew-ins and she would press and comb her hair. So, I don't see where people are getting this 
whole Aaliyah is mixed thing. It's irritating as fuck. And it's goofy. <laughs> it really is goofy. So let's please stop that. Let's please stop erasing people blackness over some anti-black bullshit. Because like calling her mixed because she has long hair is some anti-black bullshit. I don't understand it. I don't even get it. Okay. So that's some bullshit. <laughs> and it kind of like really pissed me off because like I was a big Aaliyah fan. And who are these people? And why is there so many light-skinned shenanigans? Like, speaking of light-skinned shenanigans, even more, Twitter right now is real hot. It's super hot because apparently some some non-nigga, I'm going to call him a non-nigga because he doesn't look black. His name is... Josen Cummings I think he might be Filipino I'm not sure and basically it's looking like he got engaged to a woman while actively cheating on her to build his brand I've also saw like they had like this ABC proposal and I remember seeing that name on the timeline a few times so basically you know here's the thing right I've been on Twitter for a very long time and I've been on social media for a while and I don't really like Twitter is like an atmosphere where people tend to follow people with like bigger platform it's kind of like a psyche thing like you know if this person is always in your timeline or a whole bunch of retweets or something like that you see them having like a large amount of retweets you know you kind of like follow them on social media and people follow personalities they enjoy reading from whether they're funny informative you know it's a great way to um to mobilize online but I have never fell into that trend because look the last thing I want to do is end up on Lipstick Alley with some bullshit all your favorites on Twitter is on Lipstick Alley in the midst of some bullshit whether they say you got caught up in you know alleged scandals scamming people you know getting beat up (laughs) going to jail it's all on lipstick alley and I don't want to get caught up in that because I just mind my own black ass business I speak my piece and I keep it moving um the downside to that is not you know not being buddy buddy with people you think are popular or people that you think are connected is you don't really get the 
you don't really maximize your visibility. Like if you stay low key, you just be low key. But if you start like following or trying to get chummy chummy with like people with big big platforms, big platforms, you kind of start getting connections and you start being able to like, you know, socialize with like quote unquote movers and shakers. And you get to like, you get to get invites to the parties and you can start acting like you're a socialite and shit like that. And, you know, and that's work for a lot of people. I've seen like a lot of people who have backgrounds and like dance and, 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 just any other subjects and they're working in positions that people have trained for and they've been to school for and got degrees for and they've been working in the industry for years and they get bumped by somebody because they have an online presence and a personality and then you know they get tv positions like not tv positions jobs but actually like tv spots they become an expert you know, then they're friends with hosts on TV shows and those people, those hosts of the TV shows got a hosting job because, you know, they made people laugh on Twitter. They was quoted in BuzzFeed 5,100 times. And, you know, I understand the frustration from that, but I mean, personally to me, it's just not worth it. Like, I just want to do my thing on my own time and my own frame without being, without the drama attached because I don't want to do drama attached to social media because I, if I got beef with you, we could just, we can just fight <laughs> where it just felt like Jackie from basketball wife. We could just fight. Like I'm not going to go back and forth with bitches and niggas online and, and argue and, and subtweet and write articles about bitches and niggas. I'm not going to do all that because that is frustrating and it's, it doesn't solve anything. It's just petty. You know, if I see you, you know, I see you and this is going to be on and popping, you know, on site. Simple as that. And that on site shit, that's how I want to, that's how I rather move, but that's how you get fucked up. Not fucked up and it's fighting, but like fucked up because you know, bitches is gonna be tweeting and niggas gonna be tweeting, you know, taking videos. That's kind of the culture we live in, taking videos of you fighting somebody, and then next thing you know, they want to ruin your career and all types of silliness. So, so this basically person, this basic, this person, right, was always on the timeline and, um, has basically worked in a lot of media. They wrote an infamous article. Why don't, why does it insecure the, sh- the TV show with Issa Rae? Why don't they use condoms? I don't know if y'all remember the article, but it was circulating like, you know, they're having all this sex on the show, but you never see condoms. Meanwhile, this dude is smashing this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, like being a fuck boy. And I think he was like one of those dudes that was behind black men don't cheat, you know, fake Twitter allegiance or whatever. And do not even black. I don't even think. And you know what? He was actually, he was, uh, he was on black voices. Like, I know they had like this like video, um, series and he was part of 
um, National Association of Black Journalists, like I have an issue with these, you know, black spaces like media and how inclusive they are to non-black people. But that's another issue. So basically he was like giving all these, you know, black passes or whatever. Like, I don't know for sure if he's black or not. I don't think he's black. I think he's like Asian. He might be Asian and black. I don't know. But he does. I don't call him as black, but he could be black. I don't know. He usually writes a lot of black issues. Um, so I don't know. He could be black. He could be part black. I don't know. But he doesn't look black to me. But that's just me. So, um, you know, he's he's been on social media, especially Twitter for a long time. Like he's been um, he used to work at the New York Post. Um, he was doing a show with um, Sway. Right. Um, he's written about diversity issues and stuff like that. And he writes for, you know, um, very smart brothers. So basically, like I said, he has been, you know, allegedly he has been using this woman who, who I believe is Asian herself. Um... Her name is Gina. Um, I want to read to you some of the what she wrote. So she wrote an article, like a little blog post, and I'm going to read it to you. <clears throat> I was supposed to get married today. Instead, four months ago, I found out the truth and ended the engagement. And for four months, I felt the worst grief, pain, devastation, and betrayal that I've ever known. My entire world changed, and I questioned everything I thought was real. Every day, I hope that the lows don't get lower. 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 <laughs> I don't know I can't I'll up the move. Okay. <clears throat> get back in the mood. Okay. Despite my suffering, I know for a fact that this is for the best. I know that there's nothing more true than when people say I dodged a bullet, even though I had to take one to the heart to dodge the one coming from my head. And I thank God that I found out before the wedding, before kids, before anything legally binding me to this person. But when someone breaks you and you're shattered into a million pieces, the feelings can seem stronger than the facts. I let him run the narrative of my life and our relationship publicly because I trusted him as my best friend and partner. I silenced myself to let him shine and he used me to create content for his public image. The character of Josen Cummins, bitch. I know he will have another story to tell. He'll turn into this an on-brand and right-on-time post about vulnerability, making mistakes, going to therapy, going to church, mental health, facing his issues, learning from it. And it will be partially true, but not authentic. 
you know what? So many niggas do this. Like the whole the whole fake woke niggas do that shit. Like they cause harm to women and you know they suppose and they try to align themselves as male feminists and then like when the women they hurt warn people like this is what he does, they do it and they still have bitches caping. It's it's sad. It's really sad. Alright, let's keep continue. He's a manipulator storytelling masterful i read that backwards that's okay he does nothing better than make you feel exactly how he wants you to feel about him i went back to some of his blog posts and it made me want to highlight my screen okay girl and annotate all the misogyny delusion and all the half truths he used to cover up much deeper lies about himself it makes me sick now that i know the truth to see him out here on dates just days before he was supposed to get married and smiling and laughing at media events he has no actual reason to attend <laughs> After everything I've learned about how immediately, I'm sorry, after everything I've learned and how intimately I knew him over the course of five years, that a man can carry such demons deep, deep down in his psyche and not realize how much they have manifested themselves into his life. It's always oh, terrifying. I don't want to dive in all of his issues that in retrospect, I should have seen more clearly red flags. I should not have dismissed just because he was waving them in front of me, daring me to look pretending he was aware of his true faults. Now I know that's fake and how deep it goes, how wide it spreads and how unhealthy so many of his close relations are. What he hides on social media, even though it looks like he shares everything, the digital persona is highly curated. How unqualified he is for so many platforms he has access to. All right, now look, I just told y'all before I read this that motherfuckers be getting plugs into positions based on who they know and not based on what they're qualified to do. Again, I I just fucking said that, okay? Trust me when I say the last two things on this earth he should have authority to speak on our relationships, at least six successful ones, or anything on behalf of black men. Bitch, I just said I don't think he black. He on cold black to me. He might be, I don't know, but that right there anything on behalf of black men sounds like he ain't black to me but whatever so here's my little blog post i almost got married the true serum the antidote to the narcissistic narrative exposing the toxic until i got married myth and the fraud tactics of the man behind it i'm finally ready to start sharing my story 
Here is some of what I learned on the day I canceled the wedding and kicked him out of our home. For all of us who thought Josen was a good guy, living honestly and openly, sharing with the world. For anyone who supported our relationship and was rooting for us. For anyone who thought this was the perfect start to creating life with someone, you were wrong. He's been lying to all of us. <laughs> Saturday, February 9th, 2019. We both went out the night before separately and both came home around 2 a.m. I let myself sleep in. He comes in around 10 a.m. to cheerfully jump on the bed and kiss me awake. Meanwhile, he's been texting all morning with the woman he had sex with the night before. Scandalous. And the text below, oh, because you know she has text messages because, you know, again, when you talk about people who have visible platforms, they don't believe you unless you have receipts and homegirl have receipts. She has receipts right here. Okay. And the text below, he's gently encouraging her to take plan B. He also tells her that we're separated and that he wants to see her again while I'm away for work next week. That morning, he also sent text to a different woman to meet up with her the next day. They both live in Brooklyn. It's 130 days until the wedding. So homeboy was fucking his fiance, fucking another girl raw and wanted to get her plan B. Of course, he wasn't going to pay for it. He wanted her to get it on her own while trying to smash another chick. All right. So here's a text. Here's a text message. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm assuming that. Um, I'm going to assume that. The white is homegirl. So I'm going to start from the text, the screenshot. Okay, so something, 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 something took something. I know my shit, but if you're the, if you're that worried, I don't want it to consume you. I know I'm not worried. He says, if you're not worried, I will be cool and go back to talking about how great it was. I will ask you to take something if it continues to worry me. And she texts, I miss you so damn much. And he says, we have 72 hours to do that, right? Oh, I missed you like crazy. It was so good to see you. And I was so surprised I was allowed to come over. Bum ass nigga. She says, I know. I know you. I try to get to the store today. You'll worry. So this is, this is, this is manipulative this is this is the tactic like to act like you know basically just reading this text he wants her to get a plan b again he could have controlled it by using a fucking condom since he's already fucking one woman raw but he doesn't so he acts like he's gonna be worried and she's like okay i get it he can't even pay for it for her anyway she says well, you can thank the last round of drinks for the invite. LOL. He writes, LMAO. 
I really was surprised. You can thank Muscle Mirror Marie for accepting the invite. That sounds so cringeworthy. She says, it felt really good seeing you. I thought I was going to be hardcore and ignore you, but then I couldn't. L-M-A-O, good old Muscle Mary. And he says, well, if I didn't say anything, then you couldn't, you couldn't have handled it and not say anything. You weren't going to initiate. But the end goal was just to say hi, and I missed you, and I loved you. And I always said, if I saw you again, I'll tell you that. And she says... It's like kind of cut off and she says, and I've been working on my magic. And he says, ha ha, well, you still got it. Also, for what is worth, coming inside of you is what worried me this morning. Fucking raw was more shocking than anything, but shocking in a hot way. I was genuinely surprised. My body wanted to explode with passion. And she says, <clears throat> I definitely was not expecting it, but it all just felt right. And he said it did. That and a couple other tricks had me like, oh, it really has been a while. LOL. <sighs> what a trash ass nigga. But you know what? He is a trash ass nigga. But you know what? He's still gonna find work. You know, he's going to find work somewhere and somebody going to cave for him. He got all the celebrity, you know, uh, credentials and all of the, you know, the, 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 I mean, he deleted all his social media from what I've seen, but he has, he has, he has experience now, you know, he has, he has what brands are looking for. I don't really think he's really going to. He's not going to really suffer hard from this. Women are still going to fuck with him. You know, someone will be, someone will hear his pity side of the story and he will continue to go on about life, you know, doing whatever he does. I still don't think the nigga is black, but whatever. And homegirl is going to look like she's bitter because that's what men do. They paint hurt women as bitter. And then, you know, it's going to happen again in the future. But if it happens again in the future, it has to be with a woman that has a bigger presence than he does to like completely wipe him out. So light-skinned people and they shenanigans, wilding, 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 wilding. So I am going to leave y'all with this. Thank you for coming and thank you for listening to these Twitter and light-skinned niggas shenanigans with me i will see y'all next week i don't have a review for y'all this week but i want to talk about my review for the next episode i talk to y'all because i watched star trek deep space nine documentary and i want to talk about it i don't know if i want to do a whole show about it but i think i do because i really like star trek and i know a few of y'all like star trek too so i will talk to y'all later peace